You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, everybody. If you're interested in learning how to leverage LinkedIn for your business, this episode is sponsored by my book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. To get your free copy, just send a text to 44222 with the word seven habits. That's the number seven habits to 44222. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Mark Metry. And he's the CEO of View Dreams, which is a podcast production and creation company that basically helps companies launch yeah. and grow podcasts. Okay. Mark yeah. is also the author of Screw Being Shy, Learn How to Manage Social Anxiety and Be Yourself in Front of Anyone. That's a, that book is about to release, depending on where, when you're listening to this, but that book is going to be available on Amazon very soon. Mark is also the host of the top 100 podcast called Humans 2.0 and is also a TEDx keynote speaker focusing on life and mental health and well-being. So welcome to the show, Mark. Dennis, thank you so much, dude. I've been waiting to be on your podcast for a long time. It's great to see you rise and grow and super awesome to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. We've been on the peripheral of each other for a while on LinkedIn because we know a lot of the same people. We're always out Mm. there publishing content, engaging with people. And so I'm excited to have you here because number one, You've got a really cool book that's launching. We're going to talk a little bit about that, okay? But we're also going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, which is the fact that we're both introverts, right? We're both introverts. (laughs) And it's always interesting because, you know, today what we're going to talk about, guys, is we're going to talk about how introverts, which there's going to be, statistically speaking, I think you said like 40 to 60% of the world is comprised of introverts. It can build a personal brand and can build a following on social media being an introvert. You believe it or not, guys, you don't need to be Gary Vee. You don't need to be Grant Cardone. You don't need to be Ty Lopez. They're all great people and they all have their strengths, but you don't need to be them. You need to be you. And so we're going to talk about that today. We're going to, and that ties in with Mark's journey. So I'm really excited. So why don't you give everybody a, a quick back, you know, backstory, a little bit of a snapshot of how you got here, take a minute or two, and then we'll rock and roll. Yeah, man. So for me, my story starts off a couple years before I was even born. My parents immigrated from Egypt to America, East Coast of the United States to Boston, and had a very humble childhood. My parents came here with like $200 in their pocket, had a very simple, humble childhood. And for me, when I kind of look back at my life, when I was second, third grade, I ended up moving to a different school out of the city into a small town with like 5,000 people. And, you know, obviously a lot of great people in that town, just like every place there's good and bad people. But the really interesting part about this was there was no diversity in this town whatsoever. And so I was basically the only person that looked like me. There were no other, I mean, what's the right word? Colored or just not white people there. And so I faced a tremendous amount of racism, bullying. At the same time, I also began to develop just a ton of physical health issues like ADD, asthma, issues with my gut, stomach, appendix, skin, insomnia. And I kind of lived like that for a solid 10 years of my life. And I just kind of got into this mindset of, 
you know, I think I was for sure born as an introvert, but I just got into this mindset of like, don't talk to people. I had no friends. I didn't play any sports. Didn't go to like my prom, just a a wide variety of things. And as a way that I kind of coped with this was by going on the internet. And this is when I began as like a super young kid, just began like launching websites, apps, different ventures. When I was 15, I became pretty financially successful. And at that same time when it happened, I very quickly realized that that's not success. And I actually, the years kind of leading out of that, I got depressed. I began to use food as a coping mechanism to deal with my emotions. I gained over like 75 pounds in a short amount of time. Wow. Began to abuse alcohol, drugs, a wide variety. Eventually, I was even suicidal. And this was me at 18. And then the way that I kind of broke out of this is like a whole story. But a big part of it was me realizing that I kind of had social anxiety and realizing the distinction between that and introversion and being like, wait, I actually have a lot of things to say, but a lot of the times my brain just isn't letting me. I kind of feel like there's this cage around my throat and I can't speak. And so that's led me to starting a business, starting a podcast, you know, all these things that people can read in my bio. I have this book coming out. And so, yeah, it's been a pretty interesting journey. And at the end of the day, I've just realized that personally for me, it's all about um, mental health. It's all about sort of removing fear as a boundary that people have across their lives in terms of their emotions and their mental state. And so that for me is what it's all about, man. Cool. Well, I'm excited. I mean, when does the book launch? March 14th. March 14th. And it's called Screw Being Shy, Learn How to Manage Social Anxiety and Be Yourself in Front of Anyone. So just think about that, guys. Everybody who's listening, just imagine if you had the tools and the confidence to be yourself in front of anyone. And I'm talking, you know, anyone, you know, complete strangers, you know, you're on stage in front of 300, 500, a thousand people. You're in front of your own video camera, which you know is going to eventually launch out into the social world or the video world, or, you know, or you're in a small group or just one-on-one. Just imagine being able to, you know, have the confidence to be yourself in that element. And it, so it resonates with me and it obviously is an important topic to mark. So today we're going to kind of tie these two things together because I think yeah. introversion and social anxiety, I think there's a tie, right? I think there seems like there's a connection and I'm, trust me, I've never done any research on this, but I, I think there it yeah. would appear to be some sort of connection. And I know personally being an introvert, it's held me back from doing things. When you just said something, you said you feel like sometimes there's a, what would you say? There's like a, a clamp like a on cage. your, a cage yeah, around, around your, your voice. Oh, yeah. Around your voice box. And it won't, it, sometimes you want to speak and you have important things to say, but it, it, it holds you back. And I, I feel that way sometimes. And so today we're going to talk about, again, we're going to just a quick summary. We're going to talk about how as introverts, you can build a business in a digital world in social media without having to be the Grant Cardones or Gary V's. So before we yeah. do that, you know, I want to ask you an interesting question because this is a kind of a newer question I've been asking guests and it's always interesting because everybody is so different. And mm-hmm. that is, you know, if you could pick any business superpower, business related, right? Any business superpower, obviously it can't be, you know, flying or bullets bouncing off your check, but any business superpower, something you don't currently have, what would it be? Yeah. So one of my mentors has really, really taught me the power of organization. And so for me, you know, in terms of me and the, like the team that I run, I try my best to not be the person <laughs> who has to deal with that. And really what I've learned is, you know, if you can, I guess this is kind of a lame business superpower, but I guess for me, it would be to have a much more organized 
mind and sort of idea process and system. You know, for me, like that's one of the first things that I had to uh, hire out for because I don't like, that's just not the way my brain thinks. And like in 2018, I just kind of saw like when I was running my business, I kind of saw, I'm like, wow, I'm actually losing a decent amount of money. I'm leaving a ton of money at the table because I'm not really organized in both my systems and also just the way that my mind works. And so I found various ways to kind of figure it out. And so for me, like being an introvert, if I go, if I can go for a walk, my mind will just sort of like, like a long drive. I'll just like systematically think about, okay, this needs to be done. That needs to be done. This needs to be handled. This needs to be figured out. And so I think the more ways that I can sort of gain clarity inside my own mind and then reflect that from a business organizational standpoint, and then therefore build better systems on top of that and make it more efficient because it's more organized, that would be my superpower. Yeah. So, I mean, what I take from that is just having a ton of clarity Mm -hmm. around your business and around, you know, because you, you said early on, you said you had ADD, right? And, oh, yeah. and so I think that's part of, I think we all have that, right? Our thoughts are bouncing <laughs> right, left, center, up, down, and it's hard to sometimes stay organized. So I think everybody can re- relate to that, especially in this day and age mm-hmm. when we're just getting crushed with messaging from everywhere. So, all right, cool. So listen, so your business, let's get a little bit micro into your business for a minute. So you yeah. do podcast production. So you help people start and grow their podcasts, right? Now, you st- when did you start your podcast? It's called Humans 2.0. When did you start that? Started that in 2017. 2017. So you've been doing that for a few years now. And I know that that's grown. It's a top-ranked podcast. I mean, you've done really, really well with that. So you took the lessons that you learned in growing your podcast, and now you're just helping other people do the exact same thing. And they outsource their podcast to you? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's really interesting. I mean, when I kind of first started, I never thought that I would be helping people with their podcast. But like a little bit over a year, when I was into my journey in 2018, and as my podcast began to get more popular, people were reaching out to me all the time. They were like, hey, Mark, I run a business, I run an organization, or I run a small business or just a startup. We're trying to f- find a way to start a podcast. And so what my business does is 100%, we help people start podcasts. And then for our bigger clients, we kind of run and manage and do it all for them. But we are also a podcast consultancy in terms of people who are kind of looking for like, how do you how do you creatively decide to make what your podcast is about? And then how do you set up a system to make sure that it is in line with everything else that you're doing? And it's not just like some random like thing that you're doing over here that just takes up X amount of hours a week and then set up the proper systems around them and then help them grow it, how to grow it online, how to use like LinkedIn, all that kind of stuff to grow it. So it's a combination of those things, both production and kind of consulting. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, listen, today we're not going to talk about podcasting, but we are going to talk about how we as introverts can break through, can still effectively leverage digital media and social media to build a following, to build a personal brand. And so why don't you help us unpack that a little bit? Talk a little bit about this whole introvert thing so people understand what it means. Because a few years ago when I first heard that, I'm kind of like, it doesn't really make sense to me. But now you know, I've realized that I fit right in that bucket. So I've I spent a lot more time. That's another reason why I want to get your book for sure. So unpack that for us a little bit. Yeah, definitely, man. So this is it, right? So there are so many misconceptions around this. So introversion and extroversion are just straight up personality traits. These are traits that are fixed into your character. And you know, there's a lot of debate in the scientific community, but for the most part, you can't change these things. Okay. And so let me define what an introvert really means. An introvert means that you are predominantly more focused 
on your attention in life in your internal world, your thoughts, feelings, emotions, and then therefore you get energy from being in that internal world. Extroverts are the opposite. The way that their brain works is they're way more focused on external things going on in the environment than their internal world. For sure, there's no such thing as like, you're either this or that. It's a combination of both for sure. And so a lot of people think that being an introvert means that you are shy or it means that you might be nervous to talk to people. That is not introversion. That is being shy. And it's totally normal, totally normal to like be quiet for sure. Like you don't have to like talking to people and it doesn't mean you are shy. And then it's a totally okay thing to have a healthy level of shyness. Like you go to maybe like a networking party for like the first time by yourself. You show up for like the first 30 minutes, you feel a little bit awkward. That's totally fine. But where this becomes a problem is if you see yourself shy, which is being nervous to do something, to talk to other people all the time. So whether it's like you are going to school and you're a student and every classroom you walk into, you're shy. You walk into a meeting, every meeting you walk into, you're constantly like you walk into a room, maybe your armpits start sweating, your hands start sweating, your forehead starts sweating. You might feel like a hot flash hits you in the forehead. Your throat tightens and clenches up. Your mind starts racing. You start to overthink everything. And then next time that you do have an opportunity to say, raise your hand or give your feedback or say a thing, your brain talks you out of it. And you go down like this debate of like, oh, should I say that? No, I shouldn't. And of course, there's a, there's a healthy level of sort of not trusting your mind and not going off just what you instantly say. But for people that are constantly shy through years, then they begin to develop social anxiety, where even if they are not afraid to talk to people, because of the stress response that their brain and body has gone through, now even if they're not afraid to talk to people, they don't feel it in their conscious mind, their unconscious body sends them the same signals, and now they've lost their freedom to an unconscious feedback loop. And a lot of people who have social anxiety don't even know. And so, of course, there's like a, there's sort of like a surface area understanding of what it means to be sort of a quiet introvert and then what it means to be a little bit shy. And, you know, for me, man, the big problem is this. This is the part that blew me away. And this is the part, this is why I was like, wow, I have to I'll write this book. And then eventually I end up talking about entrepreneurship and branding. But when I look at the data, when I look at the statistics, Having social anxiety disorder is heavily correlated with substance abuse disorder and social isolation. We now know that uh, social isolation is worse for you than smoking like 10 cigarettes a day because interacting with human beings is just a, a natural nutrient. It's a component of what it means to be healthy. And the craziest part is that substance abuse and both social isolation are heavily correlated to suicide. And so when I look at the world and I see 800,000 people commit suicide every year, and I kind of look back on my journey where I almost did that, and I'm like, wow, there's a massive link here with social anxiety that quite frankly, not, I don't really see anybody talking about. And a lot of the world is almost sort of misdiagnosing people that genuinely are severely shy and have social anxiety as just being like a quiet introvert. And so I think there's like this whole series of misconceptions. And for people that have that seriously enough, it's really hurting them. And then I look at sort of the, the mainstream solutions towards uh, like beginning to tackle mental health, like the suicide hotline or going to see professional help, like maybe a doctor or a therapist. 
And those are all great solutions for sure, but they all require someone to talk to somebody else. And for someone who's super socially anxious and to a dangerous point, I mean, I think a big reason why a lot of people aren't getting that help is because they have trouble just communicating themselves. And so for me, I'm kind of like, what's like a first step? What's like a first sort of beginning step that someone can pick up this book and use as a guide to help guide themselves to then maybe eventually get to that point where then they can seek out professional help. And so, you know, for me, a lot of people, when they find out that I'm an introvert, because I am 100% an introvert, and then they also see that I have a top 100 podcast, and I'm also a TEDx speaker, and I'm on this Amazon Prime documentary series, and I'm always doing things with people, that always, always surprises them. And for me, what I've really learned is that First off, you just have to understand like that critical understanding of what it means to be an introvert and then what it means to be shy and the different ways that you can help yourself go through that, which is all in my book. And then I remember for me, the very first time that I posted a LinkedIn video was in 2017 for this challenge telling people to get honest. And I filmed this video recording myself and just saying like, hey, you know, because at this time I had no idea. I had no audience. I had no brand. I had no idea what I was doing. I had a link. I'm pretty sure I saw that. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pretty sure I saw that. I remember, I remember when you did that. That's how yeah. we've been connected for at least that long. Yeah. That's crazy, man. And I remember I just kind of went on and I was like, hey, and at this point in my life, I was getting into a better spot mentally. I was already beginning to tackle a lot of my social fears and anxieties. And I had a good, pretty good grip on it by that then. And so it wasn't that painful for me to make a video about it. But I basically just said like, hey, the last 10 years of my life, I've been running away from talking to people. I've been running away from relationships. And I realize it's just a problem that my brain has based on just my life experiences and environments, and then also a little bit to do with biochemistry. And I just kind of like filmed that video. And I think the biggest part that I look back on now as to why I'm so grateful for that is, you know, I have a text message number that people can text me on. Okay. I don't promote it that much. But the craziest part is I get texts from people who create content on LinkedIn, who have brands, who tell me, hey, Mark, you know, I wanted to put this in a comment or I wanted to make a post about this, but you know, I really resonate the fact that you're an introvert and sometimes you are shy. And I feel the same exact way too. And I feel like I can't make videos about it or I can't just talk about it because people are going to think of me differently. People are going to sort of attach a stigma to me. And so I get those messages all the time. That's the really craziest part about this. And so for me, man, like the way that I think about it today is one, you need to just go down the path of least resistance. Okay. And so I think the concept of creating content in general is pretty new for people, like telling people, hey, you have to write a LinkedIn post where you congest uh, an essay or a massive idea into 1300 characters or make that into an article or make one of those slide decks that you do. And it has information of your podcast or a video clip of maybe this right now in like a very meta way. But that in itself is a whole topic. And so when you tell somebody to do that, and especially if they have maybe social anxiety, maybe digital introversion is what I call it, that's going to be pretty hard. And so what I tell people is start with the path of least resistance. If there is no way that you can imagine yourself taking a camera and talking and recording yourself, Maybe you just need to give that some time. Maybe you need to put in the reps. Maybe you need to put in the sets in other areas. Maybe you should just become a writer. Maybe you should just try to communicate your thoughts to the world through text posts, through articles. Maybe you should take that text and then convert it into images, convert it into slide decks that you have. And honestly, for me, that's kind of the way that I kind of view my brand because 
you know, I recorded a ton of videos. I still record videos. You and I are recording a video right now. I have no problem against it. But, you know, personally for me, I've learned that maybe I don't necessarily do as well on video. But for me, the reason why I choose kind of podcasting, audio only, and writing is because a big part of those are communication methods that I feel really comfortable with doing. I can write, I can get my thoughts out. And it's not like, you know, I hate to say it, but for sure, video is important. For sure, it shows people who you are. But I also think that there are plenty and plenty of successful businesses and brands that have become really good at writing articles, have gotten really good at writing books, have gotten really good in in the written word. And so I think there's always a way to look at it. But first off is I think you should choose the path of least resistance. All right. So let me just comment on that really quick, Mark, because I think it's a really interesting point. You need to find the medium that you're most comfortable with. And I think we all go through this journey. I mean, again, we're talking about this whole concept of, of building a digital following and a personal brand online. And unfortunately, but fortunately, you know, we're in a great time, right? We're in a great time because technology allows us to create content at scale pretty easily and pretty cost effectively. On the other side of the equation, again, we're not all Gary Vee, we're not all Grant Cardone, we're not all Ty Lopez, we're not all these big personalities. But the key is you don't have to be a big personality in order to deliver a valuable message and to build that. Perfect example. You have a great following on your podcast. You have a great following on LinkedIn and other social channels. You don't have this big, crazy personality. You're not trying to be over polarizing with different topics. I mean, you talk about things that are important to you. You talk about things that are important to your audience and you do it in a medium that resonates with you. I really love the whole podcasting concept. I started podcasting Mm. because I thought that writing, I felt like writing was a homework assignment. Can I write? Mm. Do I enjoy writing sometimes? Yes, but it, Mm. it takes an enormous amount of energy for me. But when I got on a podcast and I just started talking to someone like you or other guests, it just flowed. And this was, mm. when I first started doing podcasting, I did no video, right? I didn't mm. record video. I wasn't doing it at all because I felt it was just a little bit too much pressure, right? Of doing mm. that video. And I thought it was pressure for the guests and pressure for me. And so I just did straight audio. So I think you're right. I and mean, whether that be writing, whether that be using some sort of, you know, carousels or graphics, whether that be podcasting, maybe it is video. But there's right. another thing that I think is really interesting. Some of my most popular posts and the posts that I get the most comments, the most engagement, the most feedback, the most views, the most, you know, the most interest in isn't even my own content. So sometimes I'll curate (laughs) other people's content. So I'll use like a, I had a funny video the other day where I posted a, a, like a 15 or 20 second video of a guy that was doing these ping pong balls, but he was doing them really fast. And he had like this crazy, (laughs) like, it was crazy really like, it wasn't even, it was almost like he wasn't human. And then I tied that back to my message. I said, can you imagine if you were as good as, at what you do as this guy and what he does? And I tied it back. So all I did was tie the story and the message back mm. too, but I used that video and that's what really attracted people because they were like, oh my God, that guy's amazing. And then they started thinking about, so you can curate other people's content. There's a million ways to create content. And I think yeah. what you just said was finding you know, the path of least resistance for you, which is the one you're most comfortable with or is maybe the easiest for you or a starting point, I think that's a really important point. Yeah, definitely, man. And, you know, two notes on that is one is that's not like a permanent decision, right? And so before I started my podcast, I was this, I was talking about different topics back then, but I would only just like write articles. And so eventually I got to that point where I was like, hey, you know, I'm not going to be like some exuberant, like radio host personality and start my own show. 
I'm just going to be me and just sort of begin to do this. And the other note that I think you mentioned is extremely, extremely important in the sense of this. So today people look at my LinkedIn, they see my content, my podcast. I'm very open. I'm very vulnerable. I talk about a lot of issues that like mental health. Uh, I talk about my own problems, just things that I've been through that some people would classify as being vulnerable. And people look at that now and they seem so terrified. And it's like, I didn't start off like that. Literally all I did was what you said. I would start a podcast. I would show up on a microphone, interview a guest, and then repurpose that content and say, hey guys, I just learned three, you know, three business hacks from, uh, or three marketing hacks from Neil Patel, or I just learned that, I just learned that. And then eventually, I did that for a little over a year, and then people began to ask me like, hey Mark, like, it's cool that you're sharing this information, but who are you? What are you all about? And so I think that kind of tied in my story and just gave people context on who I was and and why I was doing it, which is super important. But yeah, I think that's exactly it. And the way that I kind of look at it is you have to make sure that like the same way that a plane, you know, before it's about to take off, it like circles around, it like takes its time making sure that everything is good to go. They adjust like the knobs, the levers, the temperature. And I think that that's the same way with content. And so I think if you start off with like the path of least resistance, you start off with what is like the most comfortable medium that I can do? You begin to work on that, work on that, work on that. And then maybe you do get comfortable. And then now your plan can take off maybe into other areas that you like. But, you know, your term on self, uh, self-awareness of writing be a, being a chore for you, you hating it, that's so important because not everyone is a writer. Not everyone is uh, a video person. Not everyone is, is visual. And so I think you need to sort of really find who you are. And then what I would also say is, I would always make it about the other person. And this is, this is just good marketing sense in terms of like, you always have to be adding value to other people. Where like a lot of people, I see a lot of these videos on LinkedIn where it talks about like some really um, like tragic thing happened to someone and it has like an exuberant amount of um, like reactions and whatnot. And I, I think that's, that's fine to do. But for me, whenever I write a post, I'm always like, how could I make this not about me and just about the other person so that for me and my introvert brain that I don't really want to talk about myself, I can give people value in other ways. And since, you know, other than I'm relying on maybe a guest or some other scientific evidence, I'm just relying on myself because it's what I've, I've been through. And I don't talk about things that I haven't been through or experienced in my life. And so I think if you can look at it from that perspective, that can, can really, really help you. Because I noticed that a lot of people who are introverts, they have like this fear of like, oh, I don't want to talk about myself. I don't want to make it all about me. I don't want to, you know, be one of these social media influencers that is just like a reality TV show and it's all about them. You know, I don't want to do that either, you know? And so I think if you make it super, super valuable, ad, then I think that's it. And then I think honestly, the last one is, um, I think as you build a brand, as an introvert, and as you begin to become successful on whether it's LinkedIn or podcasting, and you begin to, you know, go out into like your, your quote unquote real life, and you might go, you know, maybe you get invited as a speaker, maybe you go to an event, and people know you, people now know what you are talking about. And so if someone recognizes you, they're not going to have small talk with you. They're not going to ask you how the weather is. They're going to be like, oh yeah, Mark, I remember you posted this thing about mental health and you experienced that, you know, how has that been? Or, or, you know, I personally go through this. And so, you know, introverts, a lot of us, we hate small talk. I hate small talk. It's one of the biggest reasons why I don't like going to networking events 
But if I know uh, people there are going to know me, I can make much deeper connections like that in real life as an introvert because I've already made those online and people know sort of at least or an image or surface level of who I am and what I talk about and they can just cut right through. So I think those are super important. Yeah. So a few of my takeaways just in listening to what you're saying and kind of having a little bit of a backdrop and watching and kind of from the peripheral for a while here, mm. for people that are looking for some, some takeaways from this episode, if you're an introvert and you're looking to try to build your following or, you know, or, or build your personal brand, a couple of things are this. Number one, find the channel that resonates with you. Not everybody's an Instagram guru. Not everybody likes Facebook Lives. Not Some people like LinkedIn. It might be Pinterest. I don't care what the channel is. Find the channel that, number one, your audience, the audience you're trying to find is on at a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And then the next piece is create, focus on the relevant component, right? You talked about things that were important to you, but they're obviously important to your audience as well because if they weren't, you wouldn't be building that following, right? So the topics that you talk about in your podcast are very interesting to to a certain subset of people. You're not worrying about making everybody, you know, you don't want everybody to love you. You just want a yeah. certain audience to love you. You're not worried about what everybody thinks. And mm-hmm. that's one of the challenges I think people run into in marketing is they they try to boil the ocean, right? They want everybody to love them. It's a huge mistake people make on LinkedIn when they're optimizing their profile or creating content. They're trying to make content for everybody. They want everybody mm-hmm. to love them. When in reality, that's not that's not marketing. That's not building a personal brand. And then the other one was, um, you know, we talked about the channel, we talked about the relevance and then the medium you talked about, we talked about the medium today, that medium might be like, whether that be a different form of content, whether it be slide shares or whether it be Mm. images or whether it be video or video clips or audio clips or audiograms. Like you used to have some amazing audiograms you used to do all the time from Mm. your podcast or it's podcasting. There's so many different mediums. Just pick one. And I think the biggest thing, if, if you're sitting inside your box, you know, and you've been avoiding creating content because mm-hmm. you just don't think it's for you, I would tell you, you know, I would, I would kind of go back to what Mark said, which is you really need to just um, try a couple things. I mean, you know, just try something simple. Try the least common denominator. Put it out there. And again, you, this is something that doesn't happen overnight, um, but talk about something that's important to you. Pick a medium. And I think you'll be surprised how far you can go. I mean, Mark's a perfect example. He was, he has social anxiety. He's a true introvert. He put a video out there on LinkedIn being very vulnerable, telling his story. And that's evolved into literally him building this personal brand and having this book and being involved in an Amazon docuseries and, and being on TED. I mean, amazing things can happen if you're willing to just you know, take the first couple steps. And I think that that's just an important lesson for everybody to take away. For sure, bro. And, you know, personally for me, I don't, I don't think everyone is in this business, but personally for me, you know, I genuinely want to leave this world better than when I came here. You know, I'm definitely in a very broad sort of cliche way. I'm definitely trying to change the world. And for me, the real thing that I've learned is that the world does not benefit when you're just quiet. You know, like the, nobody benefits from you being in a little box. And, you know, I'm not saying that you have to like hate yourself and you have to force yourself to do these things, but it's really like, if you genuinely want to be a player in the world, there is almost no piece of that where it's just by you. You're always communicating with other people. You're always communicating with yourself too. And so I think if you can, you know, almost sort of like step out of the fog of like, just like not the excuse, but just like the general reasoning of like, oh, I can't possibly do that because I'm an introvert, which so many people think. And you begin to look at like, wow, 
I am losing so much potential value. Like this could be such a high ROI path that I take in my life if I have a message that can genuinely change the world. And so that's what I would say. And, and you know, on a, on a broader note, I think that, you know, every single one of these problems that we see today, whether it's climate change or Corona or, health, you know, healthcare, or a lot of like these big, hairy, audacious problems, you know, I genuinely believe that we are one team, one startup, one organization, one initiative away from coming up with like something totally revolutionary and groundbreaking that we can't even imagine right now that some kid, teenager, young adult, guy in his 50s, girl in, his, in her 70s, I don't know, can bring forth into the world and can just totally change the scene and the nature of whatever that problem is. And so if you're quiet and you can't talk to people, you can't communicate, I mean, there's a lot of, of issues to deal with that. And when I was kind of looking at like this bigger problem of social anxiety and, and, and I don't know, severe introversion, again, nothing wrong with being an introvert, I was realizing like, man, this is a, this is a meta problem that's happening on a worldwide level because if people can't communicate to others, there's no, there's no teamwork. There's no conflict resolution. There's no uh, holding hands and building something, going on a team. And then even if you are on your team, are you even authentic? Or are you just saying whatever you want to say because you don't want to talk or you know, the environment is not conducive towards whatever real legitimate viewpoint you have so that you're not speaking up and the ramifications of that are very, very powerful and, and serious for a lot of people because 40% of, of adults in America report feeling overly shy in many different cases. And so I think that this is a, a problem. And I think if, you know, and there's a very clear uh, guideline, there's a very clear blueprint on how to take small steps to begin to help yourself. Perfect. Well, listen, time has flown by. I think that's a perfect, yes. perfect place to wrap it up. Why don't you let everybody know, Mark, how they can get a copy of your book, Screw Being Shy, and then um, you know where they might connect with you on social or wherever you want to direct them, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah, so you can get the, the book, digital, paperback, on Audible, audiobook, on Amazon. I should say that 15% of the profits of the book are donated to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And if you just want like a good central place to check out all my information, all my stuff, just go to my website, M-A-R-K-M-E-T-R-Y.com, my first and last name. You'll see podcast, book, contact info, check out my LinkedIn, all that great stuff. Dennis, thank you for having me on, man. Yeah, thank you. It's an important topic and, I, and I'm glad we had a chance to talk about it today. I know we only scratched the surface, but for those of you that ha are, think you're introverted and have this social anxiety or you're just overly shy, I highly recommend you get a copy of Mark's book connect with him on LinkedIn. I'll make sure I put the links to everything in the show notes. Really appreciate you being here and I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Thanks so much, man. And thank you to everyone out there for listening. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.